0: Don't call it a comeback. I'll have hair for years.
1: Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Hey, what up, Grab girl? my glasses. I'm out the door. I'm going to hit this city. That's before up. I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because when I leave for the night, I... Coming back. I'm talking.
2: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios.
1: After the play was over. 46, unsportsmanlike conduct. This is the press box. Offense number 17. Unsportsmanlike 57, conduct. 57. Defense number 57.
2: With Graney and Bischoff.
1: Personal foul. Offense number 73. Personal foul, offense number
2: 76. On ESPN, Las Vegas. 76.
1: All penalties offset.
2: Fourth down. You know, we're not in any studio this morning. ESPN 1100, 100.9 FM. It's Ed, Tyler, Jared back at the studio. We've got Jeff with us. We are live at the Cosmo for Mountain West Football Media Day. I'll tell you
0: where everyone's picked, Tyler. We'll eight predict, o'clock. We'll, we'll eight predict o'clock. that. Eight o'clock.
2: The, the poll comes out at eight o'clock. It's, it's very very exciting. Do we here. do we
0: have spoilers on where UNLV is going to be picked? Well, as I told you before
2: the show, Jared, can we give away a sandwich to the seventy sixth caller who might predict where the Rebels are picked? <laughs> we don't. Can we give that away? I, I, we'd like you to count up to seventy six people. Uh, so Ed and uh, Tyler down here will get guests throughout the morning. Tyler and. Uh, Hopefully Commissioner Craig Thompson, some coaches, and uh, away we go. Yeah, hopefully Craig Thompson shows up early. Hope he shows up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he'll, he'll be good. good. he's, he's going to show off his hair.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, he's going to go do his hair. That's
2: right, that's right, he's combing it now. Jared, do you have a first
1: bite? The first bite. How incredible was Giannis in the finals? Skip Bayless
2: believes Chris Middleton was the MVP of the finals and we I look we know yeah. that that's Chris that's Skip being Skip but uh saw that last night it's like okay <laughs> all right
0: Giannis just had a 50 point 14 <laughs> rebound five block game clincher it, he had uh three games with 40 points i think it's what he and Shaq were the only two to have 40 and 10 three 40 and 10 games in, in the nba finals. finals like it it's unbelievable and you look at not just last night where he goes for 50 in a game clincher and last night where for the majority of that game, the, the everybody else kind of sucked for the box. Terrible. There yep. were some moments yeah. for Chris Middleton. Bobby Portis had like a, yeah. a nice game too, but Drew Holiday wasn't good. Middleton wasn't good for most of the game. Like they kind of all sucked except for Giannis last night. And then beyond that, you have three 40-point games in the finals, and you have the two biggest moments where you block the alley-oop to DeAndre Ayton to seal game four, and then you have the alley-oop finish to seal game five. I mean, th- that's one of the best finals I mean, it's in recent memory, the only one that's better is LeBron bringing the Cavs back from 3-1 against the Warriors. Yeah. Other than that, that is an unbelievable finals performance. And correct me if I'm wrong, in that one, Kyrie was
2: pretty good.
1: Yes. So, I mean,
2: and Chris Middleton and and Holiday had their moments. Obviously, there were some games where I don't know if they win those games without him. But Kyrie was really good in that LeBron finals, which
0: kind of, to me, gives even more credit to Giannis. Yeah. I mean, he just carried him. Yeah. And the Suns didn't have the entire series. They didn't have a legitimate answer for Giannis. Like, DeAndre Ayton was their best chance at guarding Giannis. And it didn't happen. Like, okay, my favorite play of last night was in the first quarter. Giannis has the ball on the three-point line, pump fakes, and DeAndre Ayton bit. Like, what? (laughs) If Giannis shoots a three, you let him shoot the three.
2: Why did he bite on the Giannis pump fake? To me, that's an error on the scouting report (laughs) before before the game when they're on the whiteboard and Monty's like, now look, this guy's ever out at the three-point line, we got to honor it because uh, you never know. Yeah, last night it's – you know it's – well, Giannis goes crazy and you know – the Bucks have a pretty good chance to clinch when this is the statement actually is made that, you know, Kaminsky's playing well tonight. Frank Kaminsky's I mean like when you hear Frank Kaminsky is playing well in the NBA Finals I'm like, uh, that can't be good. <laughs> Frank Which Kaminsky. he did, by the way. He had like six points, he like dunked a few times. Like, hey, Frank Kaminsky.
0: Frank Kaminsky was on the floor with under eight minutes yes. to go in the NBA yeah, Finals in exactly. Game Six, and I'm just because they had to own. take eight and out. Yeah, and I'm just like, yes, really? You guys are still going yeah. with that guy? It was unreal. We that were, Frank Kaminsky was out there. We
2: were there at the house. My son and I were watching. The first thing I said is, "Well, you got to roll with him." <laughs>
0: He goes, "There's eight minutes left." I go,
2: "I go." go, You got to roll with him. He goes, "There's eight minutes left." I go, "You're putting in Frank Kaminsky." It's 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 elimination time. And two seconds later, Frank Kaminsky's in the game. I'm like, "Well, I guess I don't know
0: what I'm talking about." (laughs) So, okay, the narrative that I'm already annoyed of is that Giannis proved you don't need a super team to win the to win the finals. I'm already tired of it because first off, you need to be a two time MVP to be Giannis and win the NBA Finals. But more importantly. Sure, you don't need a super team to win the finals when Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Kyrie Irving all get hurt in the same playoffs. Right, right. Like, this was the year of everybody getting injured in the playoffs. Like Tyler Hero. The Clippers lost their best player. The Lakers lost their second best player. Made it an easier path for the Suns to get to the finals. Oh, and that doesn't include the Nuggets losing their second best player before the playoffs even started. before, yeah. And then the only team this year that had a legitimate big three was the Nets, and two of them were hurt in the series right. that the Bucs won. So, yes, Giannis won it without going to another team, without teaming up with a superstar in a new team, a new market, which is, which is great. It's like, that's fun to see. That's good for the NBA. Hopefully we get a little bit more parity where guys say, I will stay. But the idea that, oh, he proved you don't need the team of it, it's ridiculous. Well, and I know it's not a super team, but,
2: you know, look, there's a reason Chris Middleton makes $38 million a year. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, he's a really, really good player, and 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 to say that you need a super team, no. I mean, he is a number two with the superstars pretty good, as we yeah. saw. You know, he's a really good number two. Um, I, I and we said this after we were talking about after the game last night at the house. Uh, I don't know, and you know, because of everything you just said, I don't know if Giannis will win it again. Chris Paul is will not win it. Yeah. I just, I, and now. Unless he goes to the Lakers, he you know, could, yeah, I, mean, he I can, guess he could he opt, opt out. out. He can opt out and just pick the one team he believes is the team. But if he stays, I don't think he'll ever have a chance. Yeah. So he's got to opt out. But, you know, the odds still are is 16, 17 years in, he won't win one. Right.
0: And that's sort of like the whole idea of, oh, you don't need to team up. Like Chris Paul is a player that he needs, needs to team, to team up. up because he's not a two-time MVP right. type player. He's not Giannis. Like Giannis is now – well he's been there he's in that top five realm of yeah that guy can probably do it by himself i mean lebron took the calves to the finals like what four straight five straight times before leaving for miami with nobody's on his team and that's that to me is probably the bigger point it's not that players leave small markets or, or leave the team that drafted them to go team up they leave because the team that drafted them failed them like you look at lebron what was he supposed to stay in Cleveland with? Like, Zydrunas Ilgauskas was the second best player he played with for, like, five years. Well, maybe Drew Gooden was there? Like, was if you, Kevin Love there? Uh, no, he won no, his second the, turn. The that, second was, that was okay, when he came back. Oh, you're talking his first, the first like, okay, when, like, right, okay. like, when you leave a team, yeah. and you look back and you say, okay, like, Drew Gooden was the best you could give him in five or six years? Like, that's why people leave. If you build a good team, and listen, the Bucks failed in the playoffs— but they were the number 1 team and it was okay like they've got a legitimate shot to win the NBA finals because Middleton's good and they went and got Drew Holiday. Right. Like if you build a good team, if you have a good front office, then yeah, you might have a better chance at keeping your superstar around, but like look at Anthony Davis and the Pelicans. Did they ever have a good team or a good front office there? Yeah, like Drew no. Holiday. No. Yeah, they that, Yeah, they Drew Holiday. So their second best player was the Bucks third best They're player good. in a year where everybody got hurt yeah, to and win the Yeah, he's got title. a ring. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's so like when you are in that top 15 realm, sure, you can go win a title by yourself, but not really. You've got to have a good team around you. You've got to have a good organization put a good team around you. And so if you're in the position of LeBron in Cleveland the first time around or Anthony Davis in New Orleans, why, why would you stay for a team that's failing you?
2: Uh, Budenhauser goes from, is he coming back to, and today they'll announce the 10-year extension. <laughs> he was, I mean, Mike mean When you win that thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's forget it. He's, he's, he's there for a long
0: time now. American uh, Mike, stepdad. Mike Budenholzer was Kevin Durant's shoe being two sizes too big from being fired after the second round. Yes. Because if you remember, game seven, Kevin Durant hit what would have been a game-winning yep. three. But it, his shoe hit But the line. his foot was on the line, yeah. so it just sent it to overtime. Yeah, two, yeah. Like that, and, and again, back on the point of Giannis proving you don't need to, to team up, they're, they're an inch away from losing in the second right. round again. They're an inch away from being playoff failures again, but Kevin Durant's foot is too big. So, yeah, Mike Budenholzer, though, he's still got a huge extension. Well, yeah, he won the NBA final. Fine. He won the NBA title. Maybe he should. I am fascinated to see the Bucks next year. Like, what What does the NBA look like next season? Running it back! When presumably everybody is healthy. Uh, we're hoping everybody actually stays healthy for an NBA season. That would be nice to see. But, like, the East shouldn't be too strong next year. I mean, the Nets are going to be there, obviously, and the Nets will probably be favored over the Bucks if they're healthy. But outside of that, like, it, there, there was a big three this year. The Sixers were part of that big three, and the Sixers are going to blow it up more than likely and move on from Ben Simmons. So you look at the East, and you say there's really only two teams, so the Bucks have a legitimate shot to get back. But the West, you're probably going to face a much better team no, out of the West. Yeah,
2: you're not uh, – I don't think you're facing – I mean, if he comes back, you're not facing Phoenix. Lakers, we know what they have. uh it, uh, Kawhi supposedly could miss the entire year with the ACL,
0: so I don't know what they're going to be like. Uh, Kawhi walks in as the Clippers as the sixth seed. He yeah. comes back for the playoffs <laughs> only, and it's like, oh, this is nice. I finally, I didn't have to play the game the entire
2: regular season? Afterwards, Kawhi, after winning the title, comes in with no shirt like Kucherov, who didn't play the whole year, and says, this guy, number one, you know what? This guy, number one, you know what? Kawhi, who's never, who's never said more than two words in an interview, just starts dropping bombs and stuff. He's got no shirt on. It's like swigging beers. That would be great. Okay,
0: if Kawhi missed the <laughs> The entire regular season and then played played in the playoffs <laughs> they won the title would he then announce oh I tore my MCL again I'm gonna miss the entire Probably, next yeah, regular yeah. season and come I mean, back just for the playoffs he again. tears something every night I mean you know
2: he's uh he's he's hurt a lot but uh load management um I don't think look I, I just think like last night that's one thing I said I don't think Paulo and, and as great as Giannis is like you said because we see what's in the west you know um Luka, uh, you know, the Nuggets, young players, if Murray comes back, I mean, I just think it's gonna be, it might be hard for him to win again.
0: Yeah. I, but I think it will be, he's no. won. Yeah. So
2: and he's a two-time MVP yeah. and a finals MVP, he's a Hall of Famer.
0: And he said last night, you know, he uh, even if he never gets back to this point where he wins a title again, that he's, you know, accomplished the mm-hmm. goal of he being of what an NBA player yeah. wants to be. And, you know, what is he, 23, 24 right, or right. something like that? Like, he's going to have a long career. And right. If he, if he goes 8 more years without winning a title i wonder how he'll feel about that being like oh it's okay i i won the one he'll probably won't feel that way in 8 years if they don't win it again but there's a good chance they do win it again and the the whole idea of like super team and all that given what giannis just did in the finals i wonder if there are people in the nba that will say well i'll go play i'll go play in milwaukee if if giannis is there i mean kyrie and kevin love went to play in cleveland yeah because yeah. LeBron was there, yes. so I wonder if Giannis is has is finding himself to enter that. I mean, the, I think the Bucks are, you know, salary-wise, they're not really going to be able to go add a, a big-time player this offseason. But, you know, maybe a year or two in the future or something like that. Like, is there anybody that says, eh, I'll deal with Milwaukee because I get to play with Giannis?
2: I was more surprised after watching last night. I know he had six or seven rebounds, but every time I saw him, he was either turning the ball over or making a shot. Or missing a shot, not make. I don't know if he made a shot. I was more surprised that Connigan makes five million than Chris Middleton. Middleton makes thirty-eight. I'm like, what? I had to. I had to actually look up Connigan's stats during, or contract during the game. I'm like, this guy's got to be like eight hundred thousand. It's like every <laughs> he, time. He's on a two-way. Yes, he was on a two-way, and he's starting the NBA. I just, I mean, he had some key rebounds, but I'm like, I don't know what he was doing out there. But Middleton, did he
0: make the most threes in the finals? He,
2: I, 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 not last night. <laughs> Every last... time I looked at this guy, he's missing a shot or he's turning the ball over. That's another thing, real quick about the Bucks, and that, I think it was both teams. They were both. Look, like, I don't know if the players are at that level are nervous, but they certainly knew the impact. I mean, early it was sloppy. Oh, oh I mean, was But the Bucks quarter. were just so. But they turned it over over and over again, and I'm like, you know, God, if you don't turn it over half the time, your your lead's like you yeah. know,
0: 12 to 15. And that, that's probably their whole series. I mean, they had they they went from being one of the best teams at not turning the ball over in the regular season to and the first three rounds of the playoffs to the, the Bucks forced a ton of turnovers, and specifically Chris Paul was the big one for the majority of that because right. Chris Paul had like what two turnovers in the first three rounds? Right. It was something stupid like that, and then all of a sudden he's turning, he's throwing it out of bounds against the Bucs because I mean they're defensively and they've been this way for a while now they've got really good defensive players and in this series specifically any ball screen like any ball screen that didn't involve uh Lopez the Bucs could switch it and like they would try to attack some mismatches with like oh you got PJ Tucker on you but PJ Tucker's still a good defender like the funny thing to me was in the first or in the second quarter when Chris Paul finally started hitting some shots the Sun's plan was to get Giannis switched onto Chris Paul. Yeah. Like, that was what they were trying to attack at some points. Was, hey, let's get that seven foot guy who's unbelievable. That's the guy we need to attack because he couldn't beat Drew Holiday or PJ Tucker easily enough. One tweet in
2: here. That's a good one. Elite GM owner Michael Jordan picked Frank Kaminsky ninth overall. Oh.
1: GM of the year. Didn't he he want to trade up in case someone else took him? (laughs) Did you see him last night, Jared? Everybody should have traded up to take
0: him. Jared, with
2: eight minutes left, DeAndre Ayton picked up his fifth foul, and instead of staying with the center, Monty said, no, we're going back to the big tank. We're going back to tanker. And he went back to Frank Kaminsky. I when Van Gundy said that, he's like, boy, he's having a great game. Like the Suns are doomed. Six (laughs) points,
0: six points on four shots for Frank Kaminsky. If they're
2: they're even talking positively about this guy, the Suns, this game is over. Oh, Frank Kaminsky. How about when Chris Paul was it? Chris Paul and Bobby Portis who kind of came together on the out of bounds play, like they're going to shove each other. Yes, (laughs) yes. And here comes the tanker, (laughs) like running down the court, like he was going to break anything up. I said, Kaminsky, we just go sit down. Like now (laughs) you're going to be the
1: tough guy. Come on. Also, do you want to get in Bobby Portis's way? Like the last time that someone got in Bobby Portis's way, he broke their face and they were his teammate. And that guy now plays in Turkey because he's like, I'm afraid Bobby Portis is going to come get me.
0: All right. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs where we might talk about the MLB trade deadline or fake horses.
1: Bishop's Briefs. I wanted you to see these player evaluations that you asked me to do. Bishop's Briefs. I asked you to do three. Yeah. Bishop's Briefs. To evaluate three players? Yeah. How many did you do?
2: Bishop's Briefs.
1: 47. Okay. Actually, 51. I don't know why I lied just then.
0: Fish House briefs is a little earlier in the show today. Um, Ed, we were going to do some MLB trade deadline. Do you want to hear about our fake horses, though?
2: Oh God, I saw this on Twitter yesterday. People are people are congratulating you about horse sex, and I had to go off of Twitter. <laughs> I saw that tweet and I just moved on to other tweets about. Like, we got to
0: breed our horses yesterday. Yeah, we got uh, six six new fake horses yesterday. You had
2: four in one day.
0: Yeah, we had six. We six had in six. one day. Six yesterday. Yeah, because we have. Uh, it's a long day for fake horse. Yeah, I mean. Well, no, no, it's they all had we have. Six. We got. We got, got multiple. Six. We have multiple fillies. Oh, we could have had more. Thank we, God, we I was going to say.
2: Thank God, if I was going to say uh, this is a uh, one filly. You're I wish. Put, I, wish our,
0: I wish our best horse had six. That would have been way better. It would have been way better. Have we still have we established at all. Who your best horse, horse is? So it's fake horse, but this is this is the good news. We, one of the babies we got yesterday might be better than Fake Horse.
2: How would you know that? It just got born.
0: It, it raced yesterday. You put it on the track on its birthday, the first oh. day out. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. It horse was, give it some time to horse acclimate. Horse is less than six hours old, that we got it on the track. What are some, you talking about? You got to give it some they're time full, to acclimate. They're fully grown. They're ready to go. What have you named it? You, you,
2: you've had it so so. Uh, um, sh- such a short period of time. I guarantee you haven't. Have you named it? Do you have to name it to race it?
0: Yes, you you can leave them unnamed, but if you're going to race it, you have to give it. Would name. you name it? Uh, its name is High Card. Eh. So here's. I mean, you only
2: had it for six hours, so I, I'm not going to uh, give you a hard time about that. I, here's I here's like.
0: our problem. We're not very good at naming things. No, you're not. No, I literally no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're I literally not. went to. I just Googled horse names, and there's a website that just lists off all these phrases of horse names. And that's the one you came up with? There's got to be better ones than that. Listen, I just put, like, 15 in our chat about it, and they picked High Card. I'm fine with it. But here's what what we're excited about. High Card here. First race he gets put into, his odds to win that race were 5.4, which is the best we have ever had. Okay. And he was born. uh, He was born
2: six hours earlier. Well,
0: okay. When the first time you race your horse, they only race against other horses that it's so. All those horses were born yesterday. Yes, (laughs) and they all raced within you know four hours of being born. (laughs) Well, why wouldn't you? Of course. Why they come out? Can't believe it can walk. Never mind run. So, five point four were his odds to win. Five point four to one. It's the best we've ever had. The best I've ever seen. Was he the best in the in the in the race? No, there was one horse better than him, which is shocking because the best I've ever seen. Low card. I think low card is better. (laughs) Because the best odds I've ever seen are three to one. And I've only ever seen that once. Normally, there's occasionally like a four to one. And that's what the horse that was better than us. But like fake horse, who's our best horse, his first ever race, he was like seven and a half to one. So this horse was 5.4. So we are very excited about high card. The only problem is, is right after we ran his first race, something happened with Zed's website. And they had to shut down racing for like six hours. So we didn't get to race him again. So High Card will be back today? Ah, uh, that's well we might we might be implementing a, a wait and see strategy. What does that mean? So like, all right. <laughs> so he raced against eleven other horses that had never raced before. Right? Okay. And we and his odds were five point four to one. Basically we'll probably wait watch a lot of these other horses go and look at them and say, okay, look, he raced again. What were his odds? Okay, hold on, hold on. You're bearing the lead. Do you actually watch
2: races that do not have your horses no, in it? Not watch the race. Just I go back say, and look. Right, so it's, like, it's over if you're at the house watching races that do not include your right. horses. But really what we're paying attention to are the odds of the other horses to see no, how they— No a, one is paying attention except you. I mean, you, and then you get in a group chat, and I'm sure you say, well, the rest of low us cards pretty good. Do we yeah, want to race high card?
0: High card, calm down over there. No, um, you're racing against low card. Ice diamond was the one. That oh, was really ice good. diamond. But see, so basically, all right. So the horse that won the one hour race yesterday is named my wife's boyfriend. See, now there's a name. <laughs> right. I, I know. I know. It's better than our name. I'm not debating that. <laughs> but okay. So he, so that horse in it's the race with us got an eight point nine were his Ooh. Eyes. Raced a second time and got 13 odds, 13 to 1, which is usable but not, like, spectacular. So what that tells us is our horse's odds are probably going to go from 5.4 to, like, 7 or 8 would be my best guess right now. But we're going to wait and see some of these other horses, like, that were in the race with us and see what their odds do. Did you race any other horse yesterday that was born yesterday? No, because we want to sell— So you gave them all a rest. We want to sell all of them unraced. What does that mean? I'm going to give away our strategy here, but basically, high card— its mother is a pretty good racer, and its mother is Fake Horse's mother. And, and all of these siblings have been very good. Well, all but like two. So basically, we went and found a good horse to breed it with to give us a good chance at having a good racing horse. The other ones are from horses we have that are not good racers. You will actually be able to sell horses that have not raced yet in the Fake Horse life. and the Oh, they get, they get sold for more. Yes. Because they're based in, obviously on the mother. No, 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 because potential. Like, okay, so, like, all the other horses we have, like, if you race a horse and their odds in their first race are, like, 25 to 1, you just lost, like,
2: $300. How much right now, right now, if he never races again for you, does High Card go
0: for? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't done that because I haven't even considered selling him. Um, right now. It's a, it's a Philly, too, so at least $1,000. Oh. Like minimum $1,000. Oh. Got to be more. Got to move that. this kid. No, 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 no. He's going to be worth more than that. Or she's going to be worth more than that. No doubt about it. The plan is to sell the other five we bred yesterday for like $1,000 total. But just stiffs. You haven't run them yet. Well, no, we're not going to (laughs) because we know they're going to suck. I hope (laughs) you guys aren't listening to this and planning to buy our horses. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) The you've, ones you've, you've
2: completely lost your mind. No, no, no! This is phenomenal.
0: <laughs> We're gonna make a thousand more dollars. What are you talking you about? You have
2: lost your mind because I'm looking to my left at Jeff, and he's looking at. You Jeff like is d- pumped about our fake horses over have here. Have you ever heard about mm-hmm. fake horses? No, he has not. Yeah. No, no
0: one has heard about. Yeah, that. do you want to buy one? No, yeah, yeah, you can get high card for a thousand bucks right now. Oh, that'd be a steal! I'm telling you, we got to sell high card for like three thousand dollars at the moment. Oh, I tell you what, if you offer us $3,000, we'll probably accept not offering it you 10 cards. cents. Well, you're not going to. I'm, <laughs> not talking your to. I'm talking to this great audience that loves our fake horse talk. It's great. Listen, J.R. Starkus is mad that I didn't send him a link for High Card's race. Okay.
2: I'm sorry, J.R. Starkus, if you're listening, if you ever pay $1,000 for a horse, and cut out Thursdays. Cut out Thursdays. What do you, you mean you, cut out? If th- he pays 1000 no, no, for a horse, no, he, no, he no, needs whoa, to pay us If he rolls into this world and you now are recruiting people who are regulars on this show. To go into this weird world. I just I can't take anymore.
0: If JR buys a fake horse, we're gonna race our horse against his horse when he's on the air with us. Well at least that's one you'll be watching when your horse exists. Yeah. All of our horses uh. exist. Calm down over there. It's great. High card, he's the future. Get excited. High card and fake horse are gonna be our moneymakers. They could be so much better with better names. My my
2: wife's boyfriend, that one name kills every name you've ever named a horse. Oh, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm not worried about the names, Ed. I'm worried about winning. There's no chance you Googled horse
0: names and came up with the best one as high card. There had to be better names on that list. Yeah, it was just, you know, like all that jazz. It was like weird <laughs> phrases that people named their horses that you watch the Kentucky Jared, Derby, and you're like, how the hell they come up with that name? Jared, does Tyler have any chance that he all that jazz
2: was the first time he'd heard that phrase?
1: Uh, I would assume that. Oh, come on! No, I've heard that before. Oh, yeah. Come on! Yeah. Like, there's right. even a point where it's like he. I don't know where it's from. Am okay. I supposed to know where it's from? Oh, good
0: God! Is it from a movie?
1: From a musical? Th- it's almost seven thirty. But Where's it from?
2: Have you, do you? Well, how many musicals have you ever seen? Musical? Oh God! Well,
0: I think I was in one in fifth grade. Really? Do you remember the name? Like, was like, it? A, like, oh, was Oh God! No, one? I have no idea. No, no, I don't remember. Were you dancing and singing? I don't know what I was. <laughs> he was a tree. I couldn't tell you. Probably. I wish I was a tree. <laughs> it's from you would a have musical? loved to be. You
2: would have loved to be a tree. Wait would a minute. Loved...
0: You guys are shaming you for not having seen a musical,
1: <laughs> a famous musical. Yes. Very
0: famous musical. What is it? Cats? Uh, no, no. Is it more famous than Cats? No, it's no. Then All it's Man, not a no, famous no. musical. Coming. Oh, that's the name of it. Oh, okay. Coming up next, <laughs> the Oakland Days. Are they, are they coming here? They got $495 million, but apparently that's not enough. Now a pop-up, 1st base side. also coming over, has plenty of room. He's there, and he makes the catch. And the A's have swept the two-game series against the Angels. They blank the Halos by the final of 6-0. And Altuve drills it deep to left center. Ramirez is back, looking up. And see you later! Jose Altuve, seventh leadoff homer of the season, and the Astros have a 1 0 lead. This one's blasted down the left field line, hooking and foul. Or is it? It's fair! And Altuve has his second homer of the game.
2: It's the press box with Granny and Bischoff
0: on ESPN Las Vegas. 10th anniversary of Jose Altuve's uh, Major League debut. Yeah, hit two home runs. No big deal. So, City Council in Oakland had a meeting yesterday, and they approved 6-1 to one vote in favor of their term sheet for the A's to get a bunch of money and build a new ballpark in Oakland. So, what the City Council voted on yesterday would give the A's $490 million. It would also require the A's to build affordable housing, those are two things the A's aren't happy with. Uh, Dave Cavill, he has said it leading up to the meeting, he said it again yesterday, that the money is not enough and that the affordable housing is something the A's have balked on uh, in this proposal from the city council as well. What I'm curious, though, is how serious do you think Dave Cavill is when he says this term sheet, where they're getting $490 million, does not work for the A's? Well, and let me ask you this, because Cavill yesterday told McCacres, the Review Journal
2: it it's, it could be public money of eight hundred because of the three fifty two they're giving back, paid by the tax on teams. So let's just say, you know, I mean, he, Cavill's the one who said it. It's astronomical in terms of the public money. Um, I just, I'll tell you what. After yesterday, I was on there two hours of public comment. I lost six years <laughs> of my life. Um, I walked away for the very first time saying, you know what, do these guys want to even stay? Is this just like they're, they're doing it because they feel they have to? I mean, the concessions, and I'll go back to the 352 on offsite infrastructure that is now going to be paid by the taxes instead of the team, I don't know what you want them to concede about anymore. I, I don't, with that kind of public money that you're pouring into it, even if it's 498 or whatever, they're giving you that. So if you immediately say, which he did on the call, this is not the path forward for us, I don't know if he wants to They're stay. They're
0: staying. They're staying. You do believe that. The one thing he said yesterday that convinced me was that he talked to them about coming to a better agreement by the end of August. Their, whatever their recess whatever is. Whatever the recess is. Right. What the hell? He. That's a complete change from Dave Cavill. The entire time leading up to this, when he came on with us, it was July 20th. July 20th. That's the make or break date for Oakland. July 20th. They're going to give us what they want or we're leaving. And yesterday, they didn't get what they wanted. And he's still talking about, well, we can continue to talk well, with you. Well, let me flip it
2: on the other side, though. After listening yesterday, do you think there's any chance to give them what they want? No, they're, they're going to take the $495 million. I'm sorry. You're saying they're going to come back and take it. I, yeah, I, don't, I, think, I don't think Oakland's giving more. And
0: by the way, I don't think Oakland should give any more. No, they probably shouldn't give They probably shouldn't give what they've million. done. But Because um, unless somebody in Vegas gives them an equal amount of money, I don't think they're, I don't think they're walking away from four, $495 million in public money. You've you got to be a dumb organization to walk away from that especially when they just got zero dollars to the Oakland Raiders. Like, the Raiders left Oakland, and, and there was never an offer of $495 million of public yeah. money. You're telling me the A's are going to walk away from that? I think they just want more, because they wanted the 855 and they didn't get the 855 Oakland basically said, we'll give you about half of it, more than half of it, and the A's are still trying to say, no, that's not enough. But at the end of the day, unless somebody here gives them $300, $400, $500 million 400 500000000 dollars I can't imagine an organization turning down four hundred and ninety-five million dollars in public money. I can't imagine it.
2: Do you uh, watch these things and kind of shake your head at? And I know billionaires don't think the way we do, um, but that one of these holdups appear to be the affordable housing. It's unbelievable. It's when you're you're building a twelve billion dollar facility, and one of your hangups is you don't want to pay this much in community benefits. Uh, which includes um, affordable housing. It is absolutely astonishing to me that that's what you don't want to pay a lot on. When you're saying we want all this public money, We we want the waterfront, we want everything in the infrastructure, we're going to spend $12 billion, but, oh, you know what, we're not going to give you, what is it, 30 percent or 15 percent, whatever the percentage is. So people in that area, which, by the way, is not a rich area that uh, Oakland is not a rich area that cannot afford housing, that you do affordable housing. I, I just I, I just I, billionaires drive me crazy in a lot of ways. But this is a great example of where I just
0: don't have nothing to do with them. So in the same week, the Oakland A's uh, said they didn't want to build affordable housing at their site. And the story came out about their single A team who plays in Portland that when their single-A team has a home stretch, the players lose money on the team. Because normally players in single-A stay with host families for free, but because of COVID, they're not allowed to do that. They have to stay at a hotel. The A's basically set up hotel rooms for them, but the players have to pay for it. And the hotel rooms cost more than the paychecks for the majority of their single-A players. So when the Oakland A's single-A team plays at home, the players lose money. They prefer to be on the road because the A's have to pay for their lodging when they're on the road. Like those are the same two stories in two weeks that they don't want to do affordable housing at a $12 billion site and that their single-A players lose money when they play home games.
2: So if you're out there listening and truly believe it was just a joke in Moneyball that they didn't have soda in the, in, the, in the clubhouse, it was not a joke. They probably didn't have soda in the clubhouse because it's the Oakland A's. Everyone probably thought, oh, that can't happen. Like David Justice like, where's the soda? We're paying for soda? <laughs> and like, yeah. And at that point, everyone laughs at it. Ah, that's, a, that's a funny way to describe that they're a cheap ball club. No, I don't think they had soda. Because if you listen to them yesterday and what they want, what they don't want to pay for, and like the great example you just gave about the single, players astonishing i yeah. mean the, the, none of this should make me mad because i have nothing to do with it uh, but it just chides me that the
0: affordable housing are the things they are standing firm right like well, okay, because okay take the money side of it like i think you can view just the money side the a's asked for 855 million the city council said well we will give you 495 and the a's i think are just still trying to negotiate to get more like, they're just, okay, you guys offered 495 we want $855, let us keep negotiating and get more. But the affordable housing part of it is just like, it's just being pathetic. a settler for some it's detail pathetic. that that's... Yeah, okay. It might impact your bottom line a little bit down the line, but it's it can't that in a twelve be, billion right, dollar uh, project, right? That can't be at the end of the day, because right. like, even to give the Raiders some credit, I, did they ever have an issue? Because the part of the whole agreement with the Raiders coming here was like, okay, you know, how many, what percentage of people are going to be like minority workers right, and, and right, all that? Right. I don't think they that ever, was all spelled out in the legislature. I don't think the Raiders ever pushed back on no. that once. Like it no. was okay, yeah. That, that's no. This
2: is the deal when yeah. it went into the syntax and when they um. Yeah when they wrote up the entire deal on sp1 and and at the end of the day that was it and they weren't continuing to come back trying to increase their money or increase Good. i just said bring this to the legislature and vote on it and that's what
0: we want now they did there i do remember they asked for 750 million dollars there was at one point in one of those uh snt meetings hey can we give you less than $750 million? And they said, absolutely not. We'll leave right now if you do that. I should have, I should have heard that, but I was sleeping.
2: So Clay Baker and I were at those meetings like snoring away because uh, other than the time
0: David Beckham came, they weren't very exciting. Don't you love how the only path for Las Vegas to get pro sports teams is you having to sit through puppet oh, meetings? it's absolutely brutal.
2: I told, I told you on the legislature one, uh, the years we lost off our lives on that one, when before they voted – um, for the stadium, and, you know, you had an entire day of explaining, look, is going to profit from this, and all of a sudden, like, ten red lights went to green, which they should have. I mean, UNLV should have been involved in that for sure, but, yeah, those meetings. Uh, I, yes, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to give a golf clap to the city of Oakland. I told you this yesterday, two hours of public comment, and this just in, not a surprise, the unions up there had their people get on for public comment. Jimmy from Local 566, Mike from Local 642. <laughs> but they have on there because it was a Zoom, they actually had a clock and they said, your turn. And, dude, they counted down. You had one minute. And 90% of these people got cut off because at one minute it went red and they went on to the next person. I think in Clark County or in the city in the city here, it's three minutes. Had that thing been three minutes yesterday, we'd still be on there with oh, public comment. Would be- it would just have been ridiculous. You didn't enjoy I public
1: comment? Have, I would have shown oh, up to the studio God. and Ed would have been in the yes. Fox studio going, like, just, like, completely strung out going, uh-oh, uh, am I supposed to be at the Cosmo?
2: I— I understand the need for public comment. I get it. But I do think that a minute is
1: fine.
2: <laughs> Come in prepared. Some people were completely prepared, and it's like they had it written out, and they might be timed it you timed it at home like we both do with our commercials. 60, you're good. Jerry's like, okay, right at 60. And then some took like 30, 30 seconds just to introduce who they were. Did
0: you see yesterday the Clark County meeting? Uh, do you think I was following that A's meeting by going to another Zoom? No, zone? no. You didn't, I didn't watch it either. <laughs> But the the Clark County Commission meeting yesterday where they decided that employees have to wear masks, during public comment, a guy walked up to talk, and he had a shirt on, and it just said, "Sisalak sucks. Wow. (laughs) Now, as I told you before, was the woman signing
2: that? The sign language woman? I don't know. I didn't see if there was a sign language. Which would have been just a slightly less less uh better than the signing of do not take this vaccination it's going to kill you right after she said you must get vaccinated because they are taught you must sign everything so it would have been interesting if she signed uh the, the t-shirt
0: what is so, so you hate watching public comments yes. when you have to the well, occasion- you have to read it when you or have to write it, yeah. time when yes. you're writing about some yes. meeting here yes. How do you think, like, the city council oh. members or the Clark County Commission members feel? Because that's like their every day. Like, they have these meetings all the time. And not every issue or not every meeting has as much interest as we're giving the A's $495 million. Right. But they've got to deal with that on things like, oh, we're putting in more speed bumps somewhere. Well, there was 1,000 people on that call
2: yesterday, over 1,000. And you couldn't see anyone. You just saw a small box of the uh, the council people. <laughs> So when it came to public comment, you'd either see the person or they'd just have their name up there. I you saw none of the council members. No chance they were paying attention to all that. Zero. <laughs> the one lady got up cuz her daughter locked herself out of the house she had to go get her. The one council person, she, she was in the what? middle she was in the what? middle. Yeah, she was in the middle of giving like the most important um, the most important uh, <laughs> display of she was she was laying out the uh, counteroffer the amendments uh-huh. you know she had her pictures up there and she had graphs up there and this was an important one because the amendments were important like okay the 352 on infrastructure we're going to pay for that like that was a big deal and all of a sudden she goes ah nine year old locked herself in the house I'll be back it's like right in the middle of a really important presentation like what's going on here? what and then she left and then she came back I mean you know the kids I, I guess I not not well so yeah you it's... can't leave the kid outside she's pounding on the door <laughs> But but there's no chance in public comment the council people listen to two hours of it. It, There's no no way. None. I mean, I've been in those things, and it's just – I understand the importance. But, oh, the minutia that is spouted during the public comment, it's just – it's crazy sometimes. How did this 9-year-old get locked out? I don't know, because mom kind of had a serious job yesterday. Like, if there's one day you don't want to get locked out, it's when, when she's presenting the most important factual uh, amendments to a pretty important uh, bill here that, that, that the A's might, that my A's might accept, even though they didn't. And that's the day the kid decides to get locked out, the and A's. she's not Honey, honey, go play outside. Well, she's nine. You don't have a hide key What's this the, kid doing outside, like, locked
1: out?
0: The A's are leaving Oakland because a nine-year-old yes. got locked out when yeah. there was a counter offer and nobody understands yeah. what the counter offer well, is anymore. it's because Cobble was about to accept,
2: and he's like, <laughs> you're not even serious about this. You're walking off the Zoom. We're not accepting this. Because okay. there's a nine-year-old. Because there's a nine-year-old, like, outside. banging on the freaking door Does the
0: nine-year-old have a cell phone? How did how did the mom know that the 9-year-old was I my guess outside? is my guess is the 9-year-old probably texted her. So she, yeah, she I mean, I think, or she she I wouldn't
2: think or she was pounding on the yeah, door. I was gonna say she she <laughs> was at
1: a window going mom. Yeah, she's pounding on
2: the door. Could you
0: hear the pounding in the I background? didn't hear the
2: pounding. That would be great. I did see her eyes kind of raise up so maybe she heard the pounding cuz I didn't see her look at her phone. Okay. She was like looking straight ahead and then her kind of eyes went up so maybe the kids just out there screaming and pounding on doors.
0: Just it came Go over ahead. to to the window and was banging where the oh. where she was having the meeting right there.
2: I, it I was, and it, it was right in the middle of, we're giving $352 million back. And it's like, that's an important part here, even <laughs> though they're about to not accept even that, when you say you're going to pay with it for taxes and the A's don't have to pay the infrastructure. But, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was uh, interesting. It was an interesting call.
1: The greatest public comment that I've ever heard, and I'm trying to find a clean version of it, and I cannot, is the guy who he had 30 seconds for public comment, and he told the LAPD police chief, Suck my bleep and choke on it. (laughs) Was it on his T-shirt? No, he literally, he did it. In 30 seconds, he got in that, and then he's like, I yield the rest of my time, bleep you.
0: All right, coming up next. (laughs) Public comment. Ed's going to do some public comment for us. Ed Graney has been a
2: journalist for over 30 years. He's seen a lot of and been given a lot of free stuff.
1: Oh, brother. All right, back to show and tell.
2: Whether it was scurvy or a padre eating a Snickers bar.
1: Why don't you bring us potato? You're always trying to give me potatoes. What is it with you? Ed
0: Graney is here to show and tell. We are at the Cosmopolitan for Mountain West Football Media Days as they get started today and tomorrow, getting ready for the 2021 season. Do you have a show or tell for us, Ed? I just like that song, 23. It's an incredible song.
2: Um, <laughs> just play. Can we play it for like eight minutes because I don't have a show? Well, let me. Uh, let I me... will tell you this. I will tell you this. Uh, you stepped out here in the break and are intrepid uh, producer down here. Jared's in the studio. We have Jeff down here. As you're walking away, Jeff had a great question. Like, Tyler has horses? Like, well, 24 (laughs) of them. I said, well, not real ones. And the look in his face like, what does that mean? I go, he's on a computer. (laughs) So when you try to explain your life as a fake horse owner, if it, which I didn't know anything about it. Obviously, you knew that. Like when you first explained it to me, like the the, emo, the reactions are the best because they're trying to get in their mind why someone would pay money for something they can't
0: really have. But you can't have it. You can watch them race. It's great. Explain again how many how much yeah, percent silence.
2: Explain <laughs> again how much percentage the owners of this stuff get of the company. What do you mean, the five of us?
0: No, not you. The people who created this. You said every race, they get a a cut of the money. Yeah, what is it? They get, I don't know, 10% of every race or something like that. And and they get a cut every time you have to pay to breed, and they get a cut of every time you pay to breed. I don't
2: have show, but I will tell you those are geniuses. And I don't know who those people are.
0: But they're geniuses. Now, they need to get it together because their website, there's something wrong with it every week, and they've got to shut down racing for a few hours. Like, come on. <laughs> you guys have made millions well, of dollars. I was going to say, maybe there's just
2: too many owners now. You've
0: got yeah. 26 or something They've made millions of dollars. Hire somebody that's good at this. Do you consider yourself... Literally uh, an
1: hour ago, completed a $20 million capital raise. Who did the Z? Z-E, yeah, ZED wow. Run. Yeah, they just chief. got twenty million dollars and their website's down.
0: Let's go figure it out. I think it's back up now. They got twenty million dollars an and hour ago. Yeah, that's just not that's not wow. for me either.
2: Have you been able to determine where you rank in terms of serious owner or non-serious owner, and you're just having fun? I mean, comparative to maybe someone who's completely out of their minds and does this twenty four hours a day and has like like literally has uh. you know is the is the is the Baffert minus the juice or plus the juice of the of the fake horse so racing? So there
0: are some places that'll like give you like rankings of the actual horses, but no one nowhere that I know of is like ranking the stables as who has the best That's stable. Um, there was a number. We, you do. There is a number of how many stables there, are and I can't remember what it is. But maybe we, this is what Baffert does now that he got caught juicing all his horses. Maybe you can't you can't get caught juicing your horses in fake horse racing, but. Uh, we estimated we're probably in like the top 500 of of that's actually best pretty good cuz you know there's thousands of people doing this if yeah. these guys are
2: getting 20 million dollars in an hour there's yeah, more than oh. 500
0: people doing this oh yeah there are what what was our what was our horse number yesterday there's over 50,000 horses so 50,000 are getting a cut on everything yeah wow. there's over 50,000 horses oh, wow so, what a great idea these guys oh it's guys
1: unbelievable have. Do you, okay. it's, it's unbelievable <sighs> do you guys remember the atari horses that i was looking up
0: yeah, they sold for an unbelievable amount of money. Yeah, one, you're gonna absolutely love this ed. One wait the Atari horses?
1: They just reminted one. It's a Philly Z one and it is currently at twelve thousand nine hundred and eleven dollars. And that it's the auction is still going on.
0: And who who's who's lining up to pay that? People who played Atari? Yeah, it's I don't know, it's a fancy horse. Um It's a fancy horse. Yeah, so this horse sold for. Oh, that's gonna. I got, I'm gonna have to actually go to the calculator for this. This is gonna. <laughs> oh be, no! You ready for this? Oh Ed? no! So this horse sold for fifty-seven thousand nine hundred twenty-nine dollars. And, and Jeff
2: just dropped his head. Yeah. Because none of us can conceptualize paying any more than three dollars for one of these horses, and someone just spent over fifty thousand. dollars Fifty-seven thousand
0: dollars. Yeah. It's a special horse.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> I was telling Jeff during the when you, when you took your break, I was telling Jeff, I just wanted to one time tell the wife I need a grand. We're buying a horse.
0: It would be so great. Do you know how great that no, would be? No, because she'd think
2: it's a real horse. She'd probably think it's a bargain until I'd say, hey, what do you want to name it? It's on the can computer.
0: We, can we do that? Can you call her on air and ask her, hey, can we, can we spare a $1,000 to buy a fake horse? I'll do that later this week. <laughs> only only if
2: I can steal the name of my wife's boyfriend and tell her that's what we'll uh, name you it. can't steal it. No, I can't? I'm sorry. No. could can steal
0: that name? You can you might be able to get Boom
2: Goes the Dynamite. I'll oh, look and see. I've I'll got the shirts. If- I've got the hats. <laughs> we well, we let the we let the copyright run out on that. Boom Goes the Dynamite. We had that copyright
0: one I point. I will have to look and see if anybody has named it. Oh. Boom Goes the Dynamite or the not. The odds yet. are probably only because of how many people you're talking about and how many horses. Yeah. I mean listen, nobody had taken high card yet, so No, what a shock that they hadn't taken <laughs> high card or
2: fake horse. You are good at those kind of names.